0: I'm Scott Blakeman, getting through this in New York.
1: And I'm Tom Saunders in the Pacific Palisades and with your kind permission, I'd like to relate a true story that, well, it might surprise listeners who know what a foodie my wife is and how well we ate at restaurants that served the finest of rabbit. Uh, That would be Babbo in New York. And how C and, and I and another friend were maskless diners at the French Laundry in Napa Valley. But that was 20 years before the mask order at least and now now that i've been cooped up in my home in the palisades for 10 months you know what i now know beats the fancy trattoria in rome and the trendy eateries in london and paris drumroll please domino's pizza yes Domino's delivers good taste and plenty of it, not just pizza. If you like wings and you like them spicy, Domino's delivers in 20 minutes and it's open until one in the morning. Well, Tommy, you're a man who has enjoyed fine dining in Rome, London, Paris,
0: here in New York, as well as in the posh Napa Valley of California. And I'm brimming with pride at your effusive praise of Domino's. The Made in America Pizza Company, and intrigued by your declaration that their quite spicy wings are delicious as well. You know, the pizza purists, well, they'll scoff at your embrace of Domino's by saying it's not even real pizza in that voice, or question buying from a national chain when you could select fine local pizza. But pizza purists, I find, are generally unhappy people because <coughs> they dismiss so many truly great pizza places simply to live up to their meaningless title of pizza purist. I can't remember ever having a really bad slice of pizza, even from the dollar slice joints called Brothers Pizza in Manhattan. Yeah. Pizza that critics gush over are fine, but rarely gush-worthy as compared to unreviewed but still mighty fine pizza at other establishments. In those glory days when you and your buddy Tommy are hanging out at the house and somebody says, let's order pizza. No one ever interjected by saying, but only from the most critically acclaimed places. Pizza, whether it's from Domino's or the place on the corner, well, it's
1: welcome on my white paper
0: plate anytime.
1: Scotty, I honestly believe I'm blessed to be a proud, yet humble fan of fast food. I've been a fast foodie, honestly, since one of the first McDonald's ever built appeared within an easy walk from our house. Scotty, you could see the golden arches from my upstairs bedroom,
0: mm.
1: how my friends envied me. And there was a place on Bussy Highway near my aunt's house in Park Ridge, Illinois, that boasted broasted chicken. Mm. I visited, I went there on my own when I was 10. And to this day, I've been chasing that broasted chicken finger licking goodness every time I go to Kentucky Fried or Popeye's which I do whenever I can because of the convenience and the yumminess. Scotty, foodies tend to be smart people who will even go to another country in search of excellence in preparation, gorgeousness of presentation, and superb flavor. But to be a fast foodie is to be happy with your food in almost any place in these great United States. And its speedy convenience leaves me time to do other things besides eat, or wait for a waiter to bring me menus. Although I do look forward to returning to Joe Allen's or Pete's Tavern.
0: Yes, well, those two establishments are wonderful, and I look forward to going back there, too. Tommy, I think you may have coined fast foodie. I think that's a new term, and we're going to spend some time on that. And also, let me just add, too, that while the casual observer may think we're discussing fast food or pizza, well, what we're really talking about is comfort food, a term some foodies might deride, but one I deem essential, especially during these times. The joy that you experience, Tommy, having hot, spicy wings and cheesy pizza delivered to your door is essential for your well-being and your immune system. You derive joy and pleasure in three ways when you order from Domino's. First, the anticipation, as you click your user-friendly app to place your order. Then, the delicious feast itself, (laughs) finally the retelling and remembering of your happy and mouth-watering experience that can inspire our own listeners to seek out their own comfort
1: food. Scotty, you're so right. And you cannot know what a relief it is to know there is someone else like me. And given the popularity of fast food restaurants, it's not delusional to suppose that there might be others who feel the same way as we do, but But only on this podcast do I feel free to share my joy for the excellence of the Domino's website and other unsung attributes of American fast foodery. The ease of use, Scotty, you're so right. How the Domino's website tells us with vividly pixelated presentations when my pizza is being assembled, when it's being cooked, and if it's on the way to my home. But wait, they make it fun. They show you in real time where the delivery car is, a wonder cartoon where the little car traverses the streets in your neighborhood until it arrives at your house. At which point, the cartoon driver magically turns back into a mask wearing human who leaves your pizza at your door with a contact free delivery. (laughs) This modern wizardry was undreamed of even by the visionaries who created the 1963 New York World's Fair. Otherwise, the Domino's Pavilion would have been the most visited exhibit in Flushing Meadow, Queens. (laughs) The only modern pizza being served in those days was Totino's frozen pizza, first invented a year earlier in 1962. At that time, The concept of frozen pizza was a brand-new space-age convenience food miracle. Mom could pick up a ready-made Totino's pizza in the frozen food section of her local supermarket, then pop it in a preheated oven and serve it piping hot to her teenage kids, who might still giddily refer to it as pizza pie.
0: (laughs) Well, Tommy, as our listeners know, uh, I found comfort, in the heaping portions of salmon, tilapia, chicken, parmesan and so much more delivered to my door contact free seven days a week from the old Brooklyn caterer of Bassett's when I lived in Manhattan Beach until early October. Now, here in Manhattan, I have sought out and found new healthy and delicious joy with my food delivery services, Cook Unity and Freshly, that allows me to choose from over 100 chef prepared meals. The comfort, security, the pleasure, the sense of well-being that my dinner is delivered to me is what comfort food is all about. And, Tommy, I did a little research, too. Uh, Pizza arrived in the United States. The first pizza place, as we call it, was Lombardi's
1: in 1905.
0: I believe downtown, maybe in Little Italy. Oh, really?
1: So it was in Manhattan. Because uh, the first pizza uh, place claims to be, I think we may have discussed this, in uh, New Haven, Sally's and and Pepe's are supposed to be the first. Or uh-huh. pizza was invented in New Haven, but that's that's that thing. Like you know, we mentioned Pete's Tavern versus yes. McSorley's. I found out that Pete's Tavern is nowhere near as old as McSorley's. It started in the Depression, but the building is quite old. Yeah. So that let's settle that right there. As yeah. far as where the oldest pizza is, that's one of those those, uh, you know, <laughs> one. Of, I mean, I don't know if you've ever tried Lombardi's pizza. Uh, I don't
0: recall that I ever have. I maybe, maybe I did. And uh, again, I just love pizza. I, I went to DeFarra's once. This is one of those foodie pizza lists. You know, it's a real really. hole in the wall in Midwood, Brooklyn. And uh, uh, this is a, a uh, bittersweet twist. The only times I've gone there, it's, it's near the Sherman's funeral chapel. And literally both times when I was making preparations for my, uh, you know, they were still alive, obviously, but at my mom's funeral, my dad's funeral, I went two blocks away and enjoyed DeFerris pizza. Uh, so in a sense, I hope that I never need to go there again, no. but, uh, but, but I would go there just, uh, you know, why wait for, uh, you know, san occasion to enjoy. No. Well, that pizza? should be,
1: that should be the, that, that, what was the name of the, of the uh,
0: De, Fares, De, Fares. De Fares.
1: that, sh- that could be their slogan. <laughs> don't wait for a sad occasion <laughs> yes. to, to enjoy Sarah's delicious
0: yeah, people going like uh why would people be waiting but you know that would be the thing and so actually it would be incredible because people would be it would appeal to more people as most people don't have sad occasions
1: that's right and, business and, and, would and,
0: boom even more
1: and you'd wonder what's it, what, do you, and then you'd find out, what, you know, why do they even mention sad occasions in a pizza <laughs> ad? And then you discover, oh, it's very convenient to uh, a funeral home. Yeah, and, uh, and that's where most of its uh, foot traffic comes from. So, uh, uh, it's a
0: uh, well, maybe I may have been the only one, but but still,
1: I but and they talked about it, and and uh, but
0: it is, and it's again, it's a hole in the wall, and five dollars a slice, and yeah you know, right. more power to them, and I hope he goes on forever, but. It's a um, now, Tommy. May I just by the way, that
1: was very, um, I would say, generous of you to say more power to them. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure I would have <laughs> granted them more power. I just don't know. I think they already have too much power. Well, that There's is interesting. The only pizza place, and they that, are in that area, and they are able to charge five dollars, and it's a hole in the wall for a slice.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, and it's considered, of course, this incredible thing. But, but I, I want to go back to something that I believe you coined, Tommy, unless yeah. I'm wrong uh fast foodie yeah. i've seen this i haven't seen a new york magazine spread or anything like that i mean this is really we should have just cut in uh breaking news drum roll everything when you said that because um uh but so many other wonderful things you were saying i didn't want to interrupt it. i really yeah i know I... this is a i mean it's a book it's a, not it's just a book it's an empire it's a channel fast yeah. foodie. it's a show it's it's already it's a
1: huge it's show. a nation well fast it's a foodie. nation. Fast food nation. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's people uh, who are connoisseurs of fast food, and 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 I am. I mean, Scotty, how about that yummy Domino's crust on the Brooklyn style pizza? Think of it, Scotty. I'm in Los Angeles. Yeah, but I can enjoy a bite of Brooklyn without leaving the comfort of my Eames recliner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if in our lifetime Domino's will ever offer. Queens, Bronx, or Staten Island style pizza. And the beauty about that. Yeah, and the beauty of it is, again, the purists will scoff and go, "What
0: are you getting a national chain?" But it seems like wherever in the country you order Domino's, it's exactly the same. So, literally, were I to take out the app and and, and you know download Domino's, uh, you know, and you could argue there's so many local places, but if I did, it would be you know the same delicious pizza that you would be enjoying 3,000 miles away.
1: Uh, well, that's, that, it, that is just, it, 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 bonds us, Scotty. Well, I mean, again, if everybody ordered Domino's would with that uh, and we all were eating from the same pizza, wouldn't we all be sort of uh, working out of this, you, you know, working on the same side it, could, could Domino's pizza and, you know, world strife and so on? We don't know. We, uh, well, it, it
0: wouldn't be a bad start, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, it would That's that's I think that's the point. It wouldn't be a bad start. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, yeah, maybe the
0: Middle East, maybe they're never going to go. Yeah, they were promising about peace, but then they did that Domino's sharing thing and it sent them back. No, they're never yeah. going to say that. No, you
1: know? I think I, I, I agree. It, it, it might not work, but it's definitely yeah. not going to cause war. That's, no that's the key. Well Scotty I'm so relieved to be able to say that my finally you know to 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 experience the the coming out of the fast food closet it's it's exhilarating it's life affirming and it's delicious Scotty delicious to finally realize that you know I'm just I'm not some uh I'm not the only person who enjoys fast food and especially in these times Scotty I mean that's oh, yeah. That's all I have now. I mean, that literally all I do to go out when I go out is to go through a drive through.
0: Well, and again, uh, there's varying degrees. And we've talked about Shake Shack on the show. And and, and, and the, do they have it
1: out in L.A.? Uh, 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 what they have is In-N-Out Burger, which is. Oh, wow, yes. Well, that's um, supreme, the, Yeah. Yeah. Which is con- almost identical to Shake Shack. I think he, they, uh, they um, uh, based Shake Shack on In-N-Out Burger. Oh, they did. Well, that's
0: legendary and uh, iconic. Uh, uh, iconic is used a little too often. I was reading, uh, as you know, Tommy. I love to, with Black Friday and and getting yeah. uh, the equivalent of catalogs, the emails. You know, yeah. it was. It said Eddie Bower's iconic flannel shirts, and I just thought it's not really the Sarin and Tulip chair and the Eames chair. It's a flannel shirt. Maybe it's <laughs> nice, but where's the, yeah. I,
1: you know, iconic nature yeah. <laughs> of it? <laughs> I know that a shirt being iconic is pushing the, the whole concept of iconery. Um, I mean, like, what is the, you know, what can and cannot be iconic? That's a conversation we've never had as a national, you know, no, no. national level. Uh, you know, what, can you have a, a, an iconic, um, um, if, um, I'm looking around the room. Well, anything you choose. I'm looking <laughs> around the room for something. Can you have an? Well, you do have a, have a lot, lot of iconic of things mac- around. That's okay. why you to choose, right? No, yeah. you cannot have an iconic packet. So we have to start with something we we agree with. Can you have an iconic uh, magic Sharpie magic marker? No, right. What are the things you cannot have an iconic of? And maybe you work out from there. and just yeah, yeah, an
0: iconic wallet. You know, not really. There's, there's not, no, you know, but the thing is, it's not regulated. This is something normally we're not pushing, but I, there's no, I don't think, as far as I know, a body, a worldwide body that governs what's considered iconic. Any Joe Schmoe, it's always Joe, Joe Schmo yeah, or a regular Joe. Well,
1: those Joe Schmoes, though, they get, you know, we, we, we talk about, well, any Joe Schmoe could just do that. Well, Joe Schmo gets to do everything. Like if your name is Schmo, that's like, it opens a lot of doors. Apparently
0: <laughs> they're always the ones doing it. Yeah. And, uh, well, any
1: Joe Schmo can do it and Joe Schmidt. No,
0: no, no. Joe Schmidt that. You know, he doesn't get the opportunities, but
1: you know, I, but iconic is like saying, you know,
0: the nose test is no, you know, you could say yes, this iconic, this, and then yeah. you can't challenge it. So, uh, also you can not challenge world's greatest pizza, world's greatest cup of coffee, uh, but Lou Mitchell's, as I brought up before in the West Loop of Chicago, and I came across uh, a business card of Lou Mitchell's, you know, and I saved it uh, just the other day. And it, it it was a great cup of coffee and, and a great place. And yeah, well, I know.
1: I mean, now you have the But you have the business card. Yeah. Way though. <clears throat> and I think business cards are great. We've talked about them. You know, do people still use them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but having a business card of a coffee place, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it, I, I, and maybe I'm old school. I'd rather just have the coffee.
0: Yeah, there's no substitute really for the coffee. There's no substitute. Yeah, you sit down at a booth and go, "I'll have some uh, your great iconic coffee." And they go, "Well, would you take this business card?" And <laughs> and you know, some business people because they're so hyper, they go, uh, "Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get on that." Oh, of course, okay. Yeah, and then they're all turn right, sure. yeah, we'll get we on. But I that. would, no, I would actually say, no, I would
1: enjoy a cup of coffee. Uh,
0: and their fine omelets are delicious. And
1: oh, I love pancakes. omelets. That's yeah. Just- of places that serve coffee and omelets and breakfast places haven't gone to one in almost a, a year now. I guess in ten months is, is no. it? I can't
0: believe it. Yeah. Well, you and I, not uh, you know, not much past nine or ten months, went to the fine place on Third Avenue, in Manhattan. The, uh, the not the Willow. What is it? The um, something. Uh-
1: yeah, it was a it was a uh, um, yeah, it was a breakfastatorium, was it, Scotty? Because we also yeah. dined yeah. out at Joe Allen.
0: Well, oh, time, we have many times, of course, Allen, Joe Allen's. At, which
1: yeah. can we just say this is and I, I haven't really brought this up, Scotty. Yes. But I'm bringing it up now. Uh, just so, so our loyal listeners might, um, you know, just to, to sort of remind them uh, before. The uh, I locked myself down in, in this house in LA. I was yeah. in New York, yeah, in, in, in early March, yes, and scrambling around re- entirely to go to your birthday. To right. real. Yes, I've so but I also by did that. Yeah. recording yeah. as well, yes, yes. Uh, uh, but but other than that, nothing that was the whole thing, and because I cut the the trip short and went back to L.A. as soon as I could because the pandemic was starting. To you
0: have, uh, you've been warned that maybe you should get back because you were thinking it they would shut the flights
1: down. Uh, it, oh, right. I was worried that they would sh- literally I was worried they would shut the flights down. And that is sort of what happened. There was a bunch of cancellations that, yeah. followed, that followed very quickly on. But, Scotty, one of the things I think we've never really even talked about. Was the fact that because I, I actually that 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 uh, dinner which had about what six people was yeah. not a super spread event,
0: <laughs> no, and that was March fifth, and and certainly the virus was spreading in New York for weeks before that, and to think that, uh, you know, we, but we had this vague recollection. I remember it was like there's something out there, and remember like eh, I'll give you like a half hug, you know, it was this this very improvised yeah. kind of. Uh, do the elbow thing, which is absurd, <laughs> but that was all you had to do. Wouldn't it be great if that's all it was? Like, yeah, did you do the elbow? Yeah, okay, you're fine, you're safe. And but we, I always washed my hands a lot anyway. But that was a marvelous dinner, and I appreciate you, you coming there, Well,
1: Scotty. And- uh, what what a dinner too. The last that's why we mentioned it on this podcast, and I hope it's not the last time we mentioned oh. that iconic dinner. I mean, that was I think that did rise to the realm of an iconic dinner. Yeah, uh, a, a, the reason being, Scotty that any Joe Schmo can decide what's iconic or not, uh, or not. And if I can get a Joe Schmo to sign off on that, then I think we've got an iconic dinner. But I also feel it's iconic because it's, it it, it was the last great dinner of the pre COVID era. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We have in, to in thank our
1: experience.
0: Uh, yes. And I thank uh, our good friend Betsy K. Dell for making it happen. And, but it really was, oh, it she, was almost she, like, going out on a high note until this whole thing can you imagine if it was just what'd you do on march 5th i yeah i just kind of picked something up at uh, the diner or something nothing or, or
1: something it. what did you do uh, uh some guys came over and smashed me in the face for five minutes and then just kicked me
0: <laughs> and then you have 10 months that's 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 a, 10 months to think about it so it's kind, kind of all We're, that happened
1: yeah like you know something unpleasant like that what would you do oh it's funny i just stuck my head in a in a big barrel of muck. And I didn't know what it was, but I just stuck my head in it for a while. See, that would have been the bad thing, but instead we went out to dinner.
0: Oh, a fantastic dinner. And with our friends at George Kavla, Bill Rakuski, Laurie Graff and Betsy Kadel, and it was marvelous. And Joe Allen's is always a treat. You and I have spent so many times there. And as our listeners know, because we've talked about it a lot, the walls are dotted with posters from Broadway flops. Yeah, uh, but I love and how by they- dotted,
1: we mean very carefully Uh, uh, perfectly hung posters, framed, beautiful, uh, and gorgeous. Just so wonderful! I I, absolutely. That's my favorite restaurant wall is Joe Allen's in the world. Yeah, yeah, and still has that. That that was more entertaining to just look at than a wall that has poster after poster of Broadway shows you've never heard of and never saw. And and but they have these elaborate, unique artwork. That, with, that, that makes it look like, well, this has to be a great show. How could it not be a great show? Look at that Look at how the, the, the fo- talk about fonts. Oh, Scott. Yeah, and true. we do. We talk about fonts on this yes. podcast all the time. But the, the gloriousness of the letters and, and all uh, 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 to, to advertise. Uh, uh, um, she didn't know where it went. You know yeah and
0: and big name show, so, that's
1: that's the name of a show she didn't know where it went yeah
0: there was there were a lot of shows that could have been you thought it have hit written all over it, but it didn't didn't make it but Elsie you probably had top line talent in all these shows and directors and well, they writers. do because
1: you see the top line talent listed yeah. on the poster itself, yeah so, yeah, there's a big message there that uh, it, but I'm not sure what it is. Is is the message that failure can be a glittering success if it winds up on the wall of I, Joe Allen?
0: I think exactly. I think well, it's what is failure? I would say Tommy. As uh, didn't you use the Will Rogers line that you invented about uh, if Will Rogers? The only said time
1: it, I regret is the well. It's actually my line. Yeah, of course. Yes. I just, just I just want see. This is what I'm. I know I'm going to be battling all the uh, the rest of my life. Every time I say the only time I regret. Is a time I've wasted regretting and people say, Oh yeah, Will Rogers. He was a great Then I said, no, it was, it sounds like it's a Will Rogers quote. I came up with it. Yeah. And I'm going to be battling that for the oh, rest yeah, of Oh yeah. Yeah. And
0: they're going to go, is that your homage? No,
1: no, I came up with
0: it. No. And I meant <laughs> yeah. to say it is your, what people would think of, but it's totally yours. And, and I think it's a, we we'll we could do a whole week of shows on what is failure, what is success. But I would say the, as we know, cause we've worked on shows and you've, you know, created television shows. Uh, I always feel like it, that did not, were not successful. Yeah, but, but, well, it didn't that, go on but, to make you a lot of money. Put it that and way. Where
1: is it? Where is there a poster, a, a restaurant with posters of uh, um,
0: tail pilots? Shows that
1: were not, <laughs> well, that could you know, be
0: a great, successful. it should be a diner, like one of the diners in LA should have, um, but they don't have posters for pilots, unfortunately. That's the problem. Yeah.
1: They don't have posters for, for TV series. It's, yeah. So, but they, but they might have, uh, well, the TV guide uh, yeah. ad or something like. that. Nah, yeah. it's just, that would be a
0: great actually. Tommy, you've it. invented an incredible business idea that you know some entrepreneurs in LA are talking over. You know, breakfast at uh, Jerry's it's or Cantor's
1: failures or canceled or something like that yeah
0: right? and it's just, and you have the you uh, the wall has all these posters yeah. maybe scripts right. pilot scripts hey, we're gonna go we're gonna go
1: down to failures to to uh yeah. you know it's uh you know happy hour uh, you know <laughs> you, you always have to test these names like if you come up with a name yeah. for a place, like how does it sound when you say hey who wants to go to uh who wants to go to failed sitcom <laughs>
0: uh and then people go too close to home man yeah. There's something, a, but well, I think Joe he,
1: Allen's isn't called failed. No, it's, it's named Joe
0: after the fine uh, proprietor, uh, Joe Allen and, uh, and yeah. Pete's Tavern, of course, you know, uh, which is another Pete. place we love. And then, because we're talking about comfort food in this episode and yeah. the comfort of, and uh, now uh, sadly in Los Angeles County, you're not able to outdoor or indoor uh, dine no. not that we would go indoor. In New York, you can still outdoor dine and these elaborate pavilions are being constructed, but when the time is right, uh, Pete Tavern actually had some nice outdoor tables that we sat at on occasion, and that mm-hmm. place I remember we I'd meet you, we'd walk around, go where should we go? And New York has hundreds, thousands of possibilities, but Pete's always was that comfort place, you know, where everybody they didn't know our name, but they they wanted to. I put it that way. I think.
1: Well, Pete's- you know yeah. what? Uh, uh, I'll be happy with the place that what that just doesn't get my name right, you know, <laughs> like they think they know my name. That that's fine. Hey, Edgar i go oh no i'm tom tom you know
0: right the place where everybody thinks they know your name <laughs> that could be like on the you know on the awning
1: right everybody yeah. you want to go where everybody <laughs> thinks they know your name <laughs> right because
0: a lot of times they don't say your name right but you're no, probably drunk in these places like cheers, hey buddy yeah yeah hey, buddy hey. yeah how's it going my friend that's why my friend is... A,
1: you ought to know where everybody calls you, some generic term that they call everybody. Yeah, that wouldn't have been <laughs> And a great- you
0: think that that means that they know your name, but <laughs> in, in reality, they don't. Yeah. No, don't. Um, no but those places are uh, there, and I imagine you could do takeout from there. But no, it really is something that anything you can do now or any time to make yourself happy. And if and the people go, oh, really? You're talking about what you had for dinner? yes. Because that dinner made me happy. Why yeah. is it less important talking about dinner than talking about a, something on Netflix or a book? You know, it's what re- brings you pleasure.
1: Well, Scotty, you know what I, I think is really smart of us is that we never, for this podcast, we were very careful about who we um, cast. Yeah. You know, I, uh, we cast each other <laughs> and nobody else yeah. for this podcast. And so we don't have that guy. We have to sometimes, uh, uh, frequently you'll 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 uh, invoke an, an imaginary version of the guy who, who we never did cast for this podcast yeah who would sit there and go "Whoa, what's so great about talking about what you had for dinner right, <laughs> right. He, he is not, that guy he is not on our show he is not on our podcast no and, and he's not there for a reason the reason is we can invoke him whenever we want to yeah but to, to have him actually present and go well, why are you even talking about Joe Allen's all the time?
0: Who that's restaurant, that yeah. I mean, I don't. Even, I never even heard of it. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> because we need to block those people out, and we'll say it as we are now. We'll we'll reference them, but we don't. We'll need, reference them. Yeah, we want them holding their phone in some city and being part of this show, or sitting next to them. no. Uh, there's no need for that. No, no, no. That's.
1: That's something, and I think, and I, right now I'm appreciating that tremendously, that you're, and, and it doesn't mean that their voice is not heard. No, of course not, no. Because you, you have, uh, uh, first of all, you, you do an amazing sound-alike of a goon. <laughs> I, 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 you, you would almost think you were a goon yourself. Of course, you're, you're not. You went to Northwestern the <laughs> best school in the, well. in the world. But uh, that's not why you're not a goon, by the way. Northwestern, I don't think Northwestern is what made you not a goon. I think you went into Northwestern as a non-goon.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I think they're... I cannot
1: credit Northwestern for your non gooner. No, no.
0: I definitely entered with the non and stayed that way. And and uh, but yeah, we but we can. That's it. We give voice to them, but we don't uh, have them sit in. So no, you know.
1: we don't have them sit in because it, can you imagine how it would have dragged out every single thing we 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 bring up, every single thing.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really uh, interesting. Oh, that's snarky. Oh, that's really about interesting.
1: The New York World's Fair. I never even went to that. Yeah, I wasn't even born then. Yeah, like, and, or, that's or you, that's you can the get worst the, kind of goon that talks slowly.
0: Slow goon is the worst. Or you the can slow get the, goon. You can get the snarky comic type. You know, yeah, that every show kind of, has and like yeah. oh they, they kind
1: of talk faster so they don't take up as much. Oh music. no no,
0: and they go like oh oh that's good oh good so you're talking yeah. about that. 1964 world's fair okay next time you'll be talking about the middle ages go k yeah, right. that's really good for your
1: topical stuff right tommy you why know, <laughs> yeah. that boy that guy i'm so glad we didn't hire that guy. oh yeah and oh. plus they, they they're not even cheap no 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 no, no. They, they they charge outrageousness just so they can ridicule everything you do
0: yeah yeah no and, what a relief i mean we've done yeah. talk about we always talk about things that didn't happen and we could be relieved. This is the ultimate, Tommy, because this would have been the show. Had we just early on said, yeah, I guess it can't hurt. You get the snarky guy. He could be a character and the goon guy. We could have him come in. Uh, yeah, that's what or maybe some producer in the beginning, which we didn't have, would have said,
1: I think you guys
0: need a goon and a. Sm-.
1: Yeah, that's 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 no. what would have happened. If we had hired a producer, you know, a typical Hollywood podcast producer, he said, "Now you got to have a goon. Yeah. You got to have your goon. Yeah. Yeah. Where's your goon?
0: Yeah, that's There's what the guy people who like. Says the everything
1: go- sucks. Where's that guy? Yeah,
0: they need that. Uh, that's popular. Those are popular <laughs> podcasts. They need that. You can do what you guys do, but you got to have the goon and the snark uh, telling yeah. you off.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 always going like, uh, uh, "Why are we talking about this?" You know, "Why are we talking about that?" You got to have that. Uh, you know, you got to slow things down. No, we don't. We did not hire that producer. No, uh, to tell us, we do not need that. That. Uh, brilliant show business insight, Scotty. <laughs> yeah. uh, and if you notice, do you see here how I'm talking about it? But sort of. Oh, here's another thing I want to say
0: yeah.
1: uh, about Goonery is the, oh, that's a really nice, uh, yeah, that, that, that's a really, that's a really uh, uh, up-to-date reference. Yeah. Okay, that's called sarcasm. You know, sarcasm is the laziest form of mockery yeah. because all you have to do is say something that sounds like a compliment but say it in a, in a comically insulting voice. Yeah,
0: no, there's no skill to it. And a lot there's of people no confuse a good sense of humor, with sarcastic, I've seen people describe themselves, I love comedy and I'm also very sarcastic. <laughs> well, that has <laughs> nothing just, to do with comedy. You're just- Nothing. You, know, yeah.
1: you got it. I, I, I knew somebody in college that who bragged about the fact that he would say, yeah, I can be very sarcastic. You gotta if I if I get you in an argument, you gotta watch out because I can be very sarcastic. I'm like, really? Like who can't be very sarcastic? It's it's yeah. literally uh and by the way, there are certain people that don't get sarcasm. And I learned this with uh in TV, people under the age of I think twelve <laughs> don't get sarcasm. Yeah. You have to, you can't because they'll just think, oh no, you're the, the guy really means his compliment. He's not being insulting and the other people that don't get sarcasm believe it or not scotty are the hyper-political types Mm, yes yes that's what they're saying they're saying that comics can't do sarcasm these days on college campuses because they don't get it
0: yeah or don't you can't even reference it It, there's no anything referenced in whatever way it's referenced you shouldn't be talking about that or uh and yeah that's strange that's not true here in
1: this podcast. no 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 Tommy.
0: here we uh Absolutely not. And what a, what a joy that is. And and a place, a comfort place that uh, we can go seven days a
1: week. And uh, while well, we enjoyed comfort food in between days a week, Scotty, thank heavens there aren't eight days a week. <laughs> well, We'd be working every. Well, we are actually working every day, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Every we, single day.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. But, it, uh, you know, but uh, we're delivering that we comfort delivered food in the person yeah. of this podcast. Yeah. And we uh, will continue like to Domino's.
1: do it. You know, Domino's is open every single day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, well, we're, and I'd love we're, to talk more about, that. I picture the Domino's pavilion that might've saved the 64 world's fair, which I always thought was a great success. <laughs> right. But as we saw on this YouTube uh, the, uh, show, uh, uh, defunct land. And, uh, he said yeah. that actually it was a financial failure. So even though I had a great time there and the two times. That no, happened, well,
1: Scotty, that is absolutely true. And that it's almost rates another show, but the, yeah, uh, that defunct land, we do recommend that as a YouTube uh, excursion. It's it's a series of of exploration of defunct uh, things, buildings. And, and uh, there's a w- great one about a huge, 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 uh, utterly defunct uh, casino oh. hotel in Atlantic City. You've got to see it. Oh, and the
0: one uh, Freedom Land also, which I grew up near, well, not near, it was in the Bronx, but I believe. It was a, a city amusement thing that later became, if I'm not mistaken, Co-op City. It was actually in the Bronx, wow. Freedom Land. So, uh, uh, and I did go there and they had great commercials. And so we'll, we'll be delving into that as, and wow. everything that, else. The
1: opposite of, 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 a, uh, of, a, um, of a theme park would be um, a, a, um, public housing. Well, like uh, yeah,
0: yeah, and uh, that's what it became. And uh, uh, isn't so, that
1: right? Like that, you could, or a, or a graveyard, maybe that. Well, they should
0: it. make public housing like a theme park, make it happier. Well, that's and,
1: what. Yeah. Yes, and 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 imagine if they had done that, in, in you know the Robert Moses of the nineteen fifties, where you had roller coasters that went through. You, you didn't <laughs> take. A, you didn't take elevators. You took roller coasters and monorails, and, and, and monorails and, yeah. and Ferris wheels up to your house. Well, that's, get you know, I mean,
0: again, urban planning as yeah. we wind down, but that's a brilliant thing we need to delve into more again, because you're saying if public housing instead was almost warehousing and these bland buildings and, and really crazy. no imagination. And instead Prisoners, they were.
1: Actually, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the absolute o- opposite of fun. Yeah. If they were it's
0: done fun. and you could have made them probably for the same amount of money, but or maybe a little more, but think of the social uh consequences. People would be right. so much happier living there and
1: no the elevator is supposed to be terrible in this Oh place. no, it's
0: you horrible in the services. Imagine
1: though if it yeah. was if you got instead of getting an elevator, you got into a roller coaster. Every
0: day you go on a ride to go
1: o- yeah. a, on a ride to go down to the to the yeah, or to go up to and, to and, the all, and waterfalls
0: and things and just fun things. Well, and, yes.
1: You know and, and, and people with clown, you know, or fun you know, a cartoon character yeah. uh, uh, suits uh, uh to uh help you on t- you know f- you know just to make you happy no that never happened with public housing no
0: because robert moses was i guess involved with that instead of walt yeah. disney yeah.
1: Yeah. yes if, if disney you're right scotty if walt disney had designed public housing there would be it would it, everybody would would uh oh. would want to be poor
0: well, we didn't even know we were poor because we were at uh, Disneyland.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: and uh, no, it literally would have changed the course of Everything. so many things, Tommy. And and that's what we try to do in the show. We're not going to go back and change fate because, you know, then that's that's a whole episode. You can't change fate. But we can at least uh, be hopeful that, you know, subsequent housing will be more of a Disneyland quality.
1: Yeah. So uh, 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 I think now that this podcast is out there, I don't know how they can not have public housing that, isn't, that doesn't have roller coasters and Ferris wheels and cartoon care. I don't know how they can not, not do it. I think
0: the cat's out of the bag. And again, yeah, why the... would you ever put the cat
1: in the yeah, bag, yeah, yeah. ever? Uh, we don't recommend cats in bags. No. So I'm glad it's
0: in. out and let it stay out and never put yeah. them back in.
1: No, yeah. no. Just, yeah, if it got in there on its own, yeah, let it out immediately.
0: Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, Tommy, uh, uh, what a great, uh, you know, uh, so many wonderful thoughts that we'll be going back to because... Uh, so much more to say. And until then, I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman.
1: Bill, Tom Saunders, and we're getting through this.